Thank you, and welcome to the Driving Monkey Podcast. I'm your host, James Uloth. Uh, welcome, uh, Matt Champagne. Hello, Matt. How's it going? Matt's a comic and an actor, originally from, uh, was it Garden Grove, California? Garden Grove, California, yeah. In the heart of the OC? Well, yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Well, no, it's more like kind of in the upper... Does the OC west. have a heart? You know what? There are many, <laughs> ma- many that say, no. I'm still looking for the heart. <laughs> right. Uh, we have Jen Murphy, uh, another California original from Los Angeles area, aren't you? Um, originally, I'm from Arcadia, California. Arcadia, That's wow. That's the heart of the San Gabriel Valley. Oh, nice. Most people know it for the famous racetrack. <laughs> We're all big racetrack, right? Santa Anita racetrack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Jen is a, a comic and actor, and we have Marco Asante here, um, originally from New York, makes his home in L.A. He's a comic and an actor and works on Rules of Engagement. How are you doing, Marco? I'm good, good, good. There was an accident <laughs> on the... Uh... <laughs> Some people were late for the show today. There was an accident, and Marco has been kind enough to fill us in a few times that there was an accident. Do you know the details of the accident? Like... I just knew that it was... People died. It was bad. And it was really? Not... But the the traffic, everybody was kind of getting off, and it was a chaos. So right. stay people were getting off on the accident. <laughs> oh, that's that's slowing them down. <laughs> Would you say that the worst thing about the accident is that it makes people late rather than that people died? Oh. Yeah, see, what a sad note. To <laughs> I don't even know if anybody died, but okay. They had to have with all that traffic. I know at least one person's feelings were hurt, and that's uh, yeah. that's causing up for yeah, Matt Champagne's feelings were. <laughs> Where is Mark going tonight? <laughs> uh, Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Mark, my roommate. Uh, Mark's going crazy, the same as he is every night. <laughs> I want to talk about this really quick because it's, uh, it's in the news happening right now. Um, we've got the riots in London. Uh, so far, 685 people have been arrested in London and 111 charged, including an 11-year-old boy. And the capital's prison cells were over, are overflowing. Britain's Crown Prosecution Service said it had teams of lawyers working 24 hours a day to help police decide whether to charge suspects. I believe well, they, they're called barristers. Are they barristers? Yeah. You don't say lawyers. Oh, really? Right. Correct. Well, this is, uh, this is Associated Press who's writing this. Well, I think they, they, you know, they adapt certain terms for uh, us stupid Americans. Yeah. But, but you know, in Britain, it's, it's a barrister. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt. I mean, is that <laughs> you're correcting this article as I'm going along? And that's Matt Champagne, everybody from Garden Grove, <laughs> California. Did, but didn't one of those riots start because uh, someone got shot or something yeah, like that? That's was, what they say. By, by which police. surprises me too, because I didn't know like the here that they have guns. Many people got guns there. Yeah. 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 It's well, hard to imagine them rioting. They that must have like been a huge people. gun. It must have been like a huge <laughs> gun, like yeah. a gun that would stand out. Or like a really old one where they have to like load it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like cannon like sh- shoot in succession over yeah. each other. In, right in a, in a bar, it had it started in a bar? Yeah. In oh, did it? Oh, they. Well, I think the eleven-year-old boy was drunk. Where else they does like it to drink? Well, they they arrested a, an eleven-year-old boy. Isn't that crazy? He's at the bar. Oh, he was at the bar. That's it. <laughs> Kids are allowed in bars. Oh, wait, there. Why, why? Why? They arrested an eleven-year-old boy. Well, they'd rather them spend their money in booze He's than a babysitter. Probably looting. <laughs> no, actually, in England, they have the fa- families bring their kids to the pub. Yeah, it's very just common. Just kind of sitting in the corner. Could you imagine? Like, how's little Marky doing? Well, ask him. He's over there. He's like yeah. six years old with a chicken wing. <laughs> but every now and then, I'll see a baby at karaoke, and I'll just think that's the trashiest thing I've ever seen. Oh no, I like it when the chick, the baby's almost out. Like there's something dangling. Like they're so pregnant that the baby's oh. almost like right, and they're just in there like for the wing night. Like what really? You couldn't. It's you got to ruin my good now. time. It's not bad now. It was worse when it used to be smoking in bars and you would see. Oh, yeah, kids. exactly. Then it's like, at least now it's a clean no, environment. No offense. Nothing ruins a good time like a pregnant person showing up. You know what I mean? <gasps> well, you can't do certain things like, you know, play with chemicals. Like if you're playing with chemicals. Like what? For example, like um, whippets? Like mercury? You, can't, you can't do whippets <laughs> around. around uh... What aren't you allowed in your pregnant women? What? Wait, say that again? You're not. You can't do certain things around pregnant women. See, I just like see. I I think these are Canadian rules. Oh, really? Like you can't play with knives around a pregnant person, can you? Do you you do these things in public bars? Yeah, play with mercury and knives. Who says you can't play with knives? All dart games have to stop when the pregnant woman walks in. Yeah, you guys don't do that here. (laughs) No. Oh, weird. I was gonna say, I when if I'm at a party and I see a pregnant woman, I know who I'm hanging out with that night. Like I know because well, yeah. If somebody buys her a drink, you could just have because her her guy, her husband. Let's just say she's got a husband. It's not likely she does, but say he's uh not say he's there, but he's off because he's sick of her being all pregnant and stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? I've seen that. I've seen that where where the guy's just not. She's pregnant and it's a party. Let's say Christmas party. 
he he's off like in another room, and it's just this pregnant woman sitting there, not necessarily by herself, but her man's not around. I'll go and have a great conversation with her. And so she's I'm, a sober ride. Sure, of course. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, say, good yeah. And then I always do that joke. Ah, and she's like nine months along or whatever, getting ready to have getting ready to have the baby. And I'll say, I'll do that old joke. Can I get you a drink? And this one this one woman goes, you know what? I'm so far along. Why not? I mean, what oh, wow. what bad what bad could come of it? They say now you can have one glass of wine a week. In Europe, <laughs> I've seen pregnant women drinking and smoking. Oh, at the same time? Yeah. Oh. Then they cancel right. each other out. Smoking. <laughs> and it was normal. Like, it was, like, if you've seen that here, you would. Oh. You would be like. Calls. Yeah. There, so it was, was, like, they still it was live normal. in the 60s over there? I don't know. I don't think they. So you guys would do, like, would you, would you eat Chinese food in front of a pregnant person? <laughs> sure, I could do that. You can't do these things in front of pregnant Are you people. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. <laughs> He's Canadian though, man. They're, it's weird up there. <laughs> you're just like you're like oh, all these years I've been eating Chinese food in front of pregnant oh, people. I didn't know about the Chinese with mercury. food. Mercury. What about the other stuff that you would do? What country about? were you in? What European country? <clears throat> Romania, Bulgaria. Eastern oh, well, those ones. Oh, oh yeah. Over there. <laughs> well, Ceausescu, man, he was doing some weird stuff with the orphans there. They were raised completely. Now they're getting pregnant now. With the God, smoking no. at the table while they're eating. I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, I once in a while, I, I forget it, but uh, just literally eating with the cigarette right there. That's so oh. gross. Oh, just right next to the plate, just a cigarette burning. 20 people at a like table. Like in between bites to take yeah. a puff? That's so weird. Eastern block, kid. In <laughs> <laughs> really this is. Wow. Well, speaking about annoying children, um, supermodel Li- Linda Evangelista is asking French billionaire Francois Henry. Pinot for $46,000 a month in child support. Nice. He's the father of Miss Evangelista's four-year-old son, Augustine, Augustine James. And Miss Evangelista argues that $46,000 is the minimum required to provide for young Augustine in the manner to which he has grown accustomed. <laughs> wow. I, I want to meet this kid. kid. I love this kid. <laughs> I, read, I read that one. Uh, and then uh, this woman responds by saying, uh, actually, that's, uh, that's kind of low for yeah. Manhattan. <laughs> Forty-six grand. Well, he probably goes to the top school. Makes sense. Yeah, well, his... And um, she's beautiful. She but, deserves but, but it. But she says that you need three nannies for a kid like that. Mm-hmm. You need two. You need a main uh, nanny. You need a backup nanny. And then you need, if it's a boy, you need a third manny to go play, like, no. uh, yeah. baseball oh, yeah. with throw the kid. And he's the one yeah. that disciplines him because you don't want him getting spanked by a girl because that will just lead so to... Now right. They're now? right, exactly. And if you're Linda Evangelista, there's no man in your life because <laughs> she's out of her mind. They're now hiring so, nanny, mannies to be act as fathers? Like, you just hire a man nanny? Mm-hmm. A manny, yeah. Never just the weirdest thing. Did you ever see uh, that documentary Unzipped from the mid-90s about Isaac Mizrahi? Yes. Linda Evangelista is by far the, the most annoying freaking model in that. In that, really? In that. I mean, it's, it would be, it's, you're hard-pressed to find the most annoying model. How do you? How but do you, if you, she would win. What's she, the number, honestly, for you guys to, uh, to bang out a billionaire? To have, <laughs> I would admit, like, this billionaire deal doesn't sound too bad. I'm like, well, maybe... Maybe I could swing that way for forty six so grand. Get, she gets forty six yeah, right. grand for child support and w- and a bunch of else though. Yeah, like, what about that, her that's support? That's just a child. Because first of all, a lot of it they have the kid has his own driver too. Right, and that's huge. But okay, is he really? her ex husband? Yeah, that's a New York or is she a driver. Just, she's just wait. Is he just the father of her kid or is he also ex husband? Um, I don't think it says that he's her ex husband though. Just the father, yeah. Oh, so this is just a paternity thing. Yeah, I wonder if it's a... Uh... So I don't even need to get married. I just need to get pregnant by one of these. What, did you just figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> what a mistake. This guy's You're a billionaire, so man. You don't... I've been it's looking like, for love all this it's time. It's like us doing... Two thousand dollars a month. Oh, he forty. He gets like forty-six grand a month is probably interest on like a car loan he has. Like and, it's not. And like Matt yeah. said, somebody said that's only just for the kid. This is just we're talking. But I don't think they were married though. It doesn't say that they were married. This, this might be just child. This might be just for the. So Which, if you're a French billionaire, why are you knocking up anybody? Don't do that. She's why not? Just... You don't think French, bil- French billionaires aren't allowed to have love? French billionaires fall in love too, Matt. But what, what's wait? What's not? What's knocking up a uh, uh, you know a forty? I'm a just 40 surprised she got knocked two... up. Isn't she pretty old now? She's like forty. 
Oh, that's it? Yeah, you can I get pregnant like she was when you're 40. I think when as, I was a, young. as a billionaire, you're, you're going to be so eccentric anyways. Like, whatever. You know, you're like, oh, this model. Not me. If I were a billionaire, I'd be like, I'm not getting anybody pregnant. Yeah. That's your greatest fear as a billionaire is getting. That's somebody. my greatest fear as a poor person. I, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you live don't. in constant fear. It's like, it's, yeah, I, well, you do. I do, and I don't even have sex. That's the weirdest thing. Like, why I am I afraid of why, why, why am I afraid of getting anybody pregnant when I don't even get laid? I'm afraid of getting a woman <laughs> pregnant with just my like 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 the kind of life I have now. Right? If you I guys, were a billionaire, that Mad. fear would be That's completely <laughs> a different kind. It's a different kind of thing. Stiff and kind of getting late. What's that? Stiff and kind of going to get late. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Paddle boarders enjoy <laughs> a paddle boarder enjoys a, a close up encounter with a blue whale. <laughs> Passengers aboard the Manitou's got an eyeful recently when an eighty foot blue whale surfaced alongside the boat, stole a breath, and revealed its massive backside and fluke. <laughs> that guy's nuts. But the best view was enjoyed by a paddle boarder. Who got breathtakingly close to the Great Leviathan? You see how close he was? Yeah, close. Yeah. That guy's crazy. Yeah, that guy. And then he went underwater to take pictures of. You him. Can... Matt, Matt would never do that. He'd be afraid to get a pregnant. Yeah. A... <laughs> I am not paying blue whale child. <laughs> it wasn't a sperm whale. <laughs> it was a blue whale. What would you? What's going through your mind when you want to get close to something like that? You got to think that thing. He just... had no fear. It could fart and kill you. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> they say that you can find somebody forty-six grand for getting that close. <laughs> <laughs> is that the number? The funniest thing about what you read is that it, ex- it exposed its backside. It makes it sound like the whale just showed his ass and then went back underwater really quick. Is that what whales do? Could you Should imagine watch what the they video? Think? I saw the video. Can you imagine that, what they think of us? Like, like every time we go for air, these dicks just like come that at whale, us. That whale could kill you and have no idea. Have absolutely no idea. What do they eat? Like krill or something? He was eating shrimp. Shrimp. Dana Point. Have you ever been to Dana Point? Yeah, that would be yeah. Cool, yeah. yeah. I bombed at Dana Point. I kind I of <laughs> That's no, how we. No, actually, I had a good show. There was a guy, Hennessy's. Go check it out. Every uh, there was an accident every over there recently. Dana Point. You ever done Hennessy's? A bad accident. No, but I know it was a bad accident. Yeah. Hennessy's is great. Yeah, it's, well, it's great. A, yeah. It's a comedy show. Into uh, the restaurant. These guys, you're like talking to people who have no idea what you're saying. You're like, hey, oh, you're okay. No, it's we're plugging Grant Cotter's show right now. Yeah, we're talking shop. Comics talking shop. Shop talk. Sorry. Uh, I did see the video, though. It was a very impressive video. It's a big whale. Because he sings guy... And then he gets so laid it... out of that video. Oh, yeah. For... That's the first. Like, he's like the guy who shows his skydiving video when people come hang out. It's like, hey, you want to see this? I uh, got really close to he a blue can, whale. He can invite chicks over to see his pictures of the backside of a whale. Yeah. He's That's some pickup stupid line. close. Like, there's no way he knows. That tail comes up. How far away is he? About 20 feet? Yeah. Okay. But he's got no idea where that tail is, though. Yeah, how did he get that close? He was, he's hoping, well, I guess he can see his back. So he's hoping that the tail is shorter than... Well, I'd try, if I was going to get that close, I'd get really close and try and touch it. Can you imagine? Oh. No. Just touch it You once. have to have absolutely no fear in life. But that is, like, I think it was, that is a great pickup line, huh? Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, that was me. And Dude, his picture's all over house. Dana Point right now. You know Check what, though? This video. guy, the, it turns out that... Um, the whale was only like 15, so he's getting charged with child pornography nah. because he ah. picture of its butt. That's not. <laughs> took a, he like, dude, why'd you take a picture yeah. of his butt, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like R. Kelly. He's actually in the shot, yeah. so it's like you can prove that it was. <laughs> it's blurry. How are those things? Him just pissing on the whale. <laughs> <laughs> it's R. Kelly from his paddleboard. R. Kelly boat tours. <laughs> Look, everybody's got their thing, all right. I like to urinate on very large. Aquatic creatures. <laughs> Mexico Town's police force quits after attack. <laughs> Who will protect the tortillas? <laughs> an entire 20-man police force resigned in a northern Mexico town after a series of attacks that killed the police chief and five officers over the last three months. The officer's resignation left 13,000 people of ascension without local police services. Chihuahua State Chief Prosecutor Carlos Manuel Salas said, State and federal police have moved in to take over police work. The town's police force was relatively new. Angry residents had led authorities to replace the entire force last September after the mob killings of two teenagers who had allegedly kidnapped a girl from a seafood restaurant. And people claim police officers have been aiding the drug gangs. You are better off befriending the gangsters. Yeah, it seems that way, huh? Uh, because the cops down there have, have been known to be corrupt for, for a long time. 
mm-hmm. long time. I saw the creepiest documentary about oh, it's so scary. young girls getting getting abducted yeah. and just and it's the cops. It's the cops. Oh, I think you kind of have to, especially on a scale like that, they all have to kind of get involved in it. It's like you can't just run that, you know, under their nose. That's a place where it's like if the police find out you've been running something without letting them in, they'll probably just end up in a barrel somewhere. They're probably yeah. making more money in, in, a, in a week than they made in two, three months. Oh, yeah. That's what they get. Well, I don't think again. you really have a choice there. It's like you join the police force and the, the cartels are like, well... You're one of us. Die or, yeah. or live. It's pretty simple. Yeah, that's a, isn't it? It's, it's drugs goes north, and I believe it's it's weapons that go south, right? Like it's it's America who makes all the guns for them. Is what I'm led to believe. Right. Wasn't it the know. the ATF who got uh, just caught selling guns down in Mexico? Maybe Mexico's going to start shipping their guns over to London to help with all. Yeah, the no kidding. Just a big circle. <laughs> Supply. That's right. The uh, the upstarts in London Town, you know, the the scallywags, <laughs> are being are being uh, are being armed by the junta, we'll the, the, the Juarez uh, the Juarez jackboots. But it's always talking about like some awful place, and it's like in the state of Chihuahua. You're like, oh, yeah, I can't I can't take you seriously if your city is called Chihuahua. But they grow. They're known this this town apparently is known for uh, growing green chili and cotton. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's in the article. They, um, that's that was their export before drugs came into town. So some of them be like, "Well, it beats uh, picking chilies." If you're having trouble trying to think of a scary costume for Halloween, you should go as the country of Mexico. You should just cut out a large cardboard thing of Mexico and go as that because <laughs> that is the, the scariest stuff. It's only the scariest town, though, stuff is coming out of that oh, country. I have relatives living yeah, in Acapulco. Bad. It's it's bad all over. It's really bad. Have you guys been? No. I've been to Tijuana. Oh, as a kid. As a kid. Yeah, when I was younger, it was great to I go went to there. Tijuana when yeah, I was 16. Awesome. I, I went to a Catholic school, and I, they wouldn't let us graduate unless we did uh, Catholic service hours, you know? So I went That's down there. That's what's going on with you, Matt. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what did it, and you're like, oh, by the way, I went to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I went down there to literally throw pinto beans at poor people. We had we had bags of beans, and we went down there in this van with this woman that did it, and they recognized her van. She would go down there like every Saturday almost, and they would run towards the, and we would throw bags for you know until it got there were too many people, and then we just go hit it, and then we would take off. I mean, to give it to them or hit them. No, to give to them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't have but said that. Matt ask. was throwing them a little harder than others. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, throw, throw. got into a van to, to hit the poor people with Pinto. Yeah, that's what we like to do. We like to go down to that's Mexico. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. That's, what it's, that's how you <laughs> worded it. Oh, I said at. I meant to. We threw them to them. If you grow up in Southern California, Mexico is like the greatest place on earth because you cross over when you're 17, 18. It's legal to drink and prostitution and everything. Oh, where you were just banking on those prostitutes, Jen? Or Not what? me, but the guys would. No, but we would go over when we were seniors in high school because you can drink at 18. You know what? That was, that was even scary to me then. I wouldn't have done oh, that. Oh, so it was still safe at that point. No, no. Not for me. Oh, well, you've always been scared of pregnancy and sex. I said the word prostitute, and I literally saw his penis crawl up inside of him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Did you a, see it? Look how scared he is right now. Getting a, a prostitute <laughs> pregnant? Has that been a fear of yours? I said prostitutes in Mexico, and he... he when I meet a crazy, a crazy girl, like, some guys are, like, excited by that, you know? Like, oh, this girl's crazy. I, I immediately get an image in my head of somebody pounding on my door at 3 in the morning. Oh, like, like another guy to kill you? No, no, no. Just like, like, okay, if I get involved with this crazy girl, this is what I think is going to happen. I'm asleep, and I wake up pounding on my door. Help, some crazy girl that I, you know, that's not the scary. I've well, never done that, but that's what I think about when, when I meet, say, a crazy girl you think who's you're making get it. hurt? She's going to bring her chaos in This is my what life. I understand. His greatest fears ever is like, if there's a horror movie about Matt Champagne's life that was like, so this was scary. Crazy girl is he gets pregnant. a girl pregnant, <laughs> and then at 3 a.m. she knocks on the door and he doesn't answer. That's the whole movie. And he's just suspenseful, like, it's a knocking at my door. No, but you don't let me, f- like, like. Did you have some crazy aunts or crazy mother no, or something? No, but I, you she know. She seems scarred. No, no, no. I've never. <laughs> like, you grew up seeing insanity. Marco, what's your greatest fear? Sharks? Watching Matt. <laughs> Get a girl pregnant. Get a girl pregnant and. 
and <laughs> knowing that some woman is going to knock on his door at 2 a.m. <laughs> now, now that is bothering me. <laughs> and getting stuck on the 101. Yeah, I heard there was an accident on there today. Because I think there's an accident. And a spider bite that <laughs> never goes away. Oh, Marco has the biggest <laughs> what happened there? spider bite. Oh, add this to his realm of being afraid of. Yeah, he can't have sex. Butt, uh, on my right knee. It's, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge, yeah. It was I'm on antibiotics, but I want to be all right. When was that? Uh, like four days ago. When the okay. little spider slowly started crawling out of your yeah. ear right have now. You, have you heard of the brown recluse? Yeah, that's, that, we're hoping that that's not it. And if it is, uh, I've been told that the, you would see, you would know, you would start to feel things, and none of that's happening. Right. It's just not going away. What's the brown yeah. recluse? Well, the brown recluse is the name of a gangster down in Juarez, but it also is a uh, exactly. spider. That will I'm just, I'm just that's joking. in Southern California right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can die. They're all over the place. They make uh, they they their venom is necrotic, so it'll kill all your. Yeah. How cells. long does it take to kill you? Oh, it won't kill you. Just you'll. Some people have to get limbs amputated, and they get big chunks of skin that come off. And right. how do it, you know that it happened? You'll know. I've heard about I, it. I, I was telling you'll somebody know. was telling me a story today. This guy's wife that we knew. Uh, I didn't know his wife, and she got bit. By this spider, yeah, and didn't go to the hospital. Where? Where did she get bit? Uh, she was camping somewhere. I don't know where oh. they were, wherever they were, and she let it go. She didn't want to get it taken care of. Where'd she get? So and, where'd she get and bit? She went to the hospital. By that time, it was too late. Yeah, she just let it go. Some people maybe, I don't know. And she died. Insurance? Yeah, she died. Yeah. What, so where'd she get bit? I don't. I didn't. Much more about oh, okay. that. That's this guy's like crying. You're like, but where did she get bit? Can I see pictures? Was that the right knee? <laughs> yeah. But this is this this hurts. Can it's I? about the size of a quarter. It's on yeah. his knee. Yeah, yeah. I'll he, show um, it to you after the show. Okay. Oh. So Oregon's a hotbed of marijuana. As politicians and legislators wrangle over the legal status of marijuana um, for medical as well as recreation recreational uses, the rural hamlet of Williams, Oregon, has taken matters into its own hands. The idyllic Williams, with a population of about two thousand people has emerged as the crown jewel in the Emerald Triangle, a region along the Oregon-California border with a rich heritage of pot cultivation. More than 400 people, or roughly 20% of the small town, are each registered with the state of Oregon to legally grow up to six medical marijuana plants. Wow. Nice. What a party in this town. Can you imagine, like a little it's town. Like at the same time. Oh. 2,000 people. Are you guys in the medical marijuana right now? No. No. But you're a pot smoker. I'm not. You're not? I don't smoke pot. Oh, really? I can't do it. I've tried, and I'm not good at it. Oh, I thought you... Uh, Everybody thinks I'm don't. a pothead for some reason. I think it's because I'm ditzy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate pot. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm, I'm afraid, I I'm afraid of that, too. Talk or... about what gets me afraid. Pot will make me afraid. Well, if you smoked and then had that thought... Of the girl knocking on your door at 3 a.m. Yeah. That would get you pounded. Uh, but I, everything makes me afraid when I'm See, more people would be like afraid of the girlfriend showing up in the closet with a knife. You're just literally just the act of her wanting to get in is scaring you. With She's knocking. It's You know what? It's 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 a simple. Her knocking on the I, the idea of her knocking on the door at 3 a.m. is like symbolic of just letting this chaotic person into your life. You know what I mean? I think if you smoke pot, you might chill out on some of these things. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it makes it worse. Curl yeah, a fetal. Do you, do, if you smoke pot, do, why don't you like it? Your head, because of your head. I just. It makes I just, me like really nauseous. It makes me uh, paranoid. It makes me sad. It's a I'm not I'm a drug person. So, I'm always so jealous of people that when they're smoking pot and they look all relaxed and happy. I'm like, why? Is it's gotta be a and lazy and unmotivated. <laughs> No, but sometimes I have a lot of anxiety. I'm like, why can't I just smoke pot and be relaxed? Yeah. Like Mark Fry. Really? <laughs> Let's talk about Mark. So wait, where is this town in Oregon? We need to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some you pot don't even brownies. Smoke. You don't even smoke. I like edibles. Oh, do you? I've only had them a few times, but like, they were good. Like, like suckers. They, pot, um, pot suckers? Yeah, they infuse marijuana into uh, edibles here in California. You just suck on it for like an hour, and it kind of slowly goes. It's a very light high, usually. That's the, I think that's why I've liked it. In light Yeah, in California, uh, marijuana is legal. can kill you. Marijuana is legal if you have a prescription from a doctor. There's a doctor every other block who prescribes it, so it's not really a, an issue in California. Light I think pot brownies are like acid. <laughs> 
Fight cybercrime, but keep the internet free. In the real world, you only have to worry about the criminals who live in your city. But in the online world, you have to worry about criminals who could be on the other side of the planet. Online crime is always international because the internet has no border. Today's computer viruses and other malicious software are no longer written by hobbyist hackers seeking fame and glory among their peers, but by professional criminals who are making millions with their attacks. These criminals want to access to your computer, your, paywell pa your PayPal, pa PayPal, PayPal passwords. Your PayPal. That's a hard one. PayPal passwords. And your credit card numbers. Yeah. You guys ever had your uh, credit card scammed? No, no, but I wouldn't know because mine's just I, zero. I had... <laughs> I had, I had. Why would they want to steal yours? <laughs> Hit that five hundred dollar limit. <laughs> what, what, what is it about your identity that the, that the criminals would want? I wouldn't really? even know if my identity got hacked. My bank account would still be twelve dollars. <laughs> I actually got fifteen hundred dollars taken out of my account while Oof. I was in Miami. Really? But somebody took it out in Vegas, and I got to tell you one thing: I was having, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I was having such a good time. That when I went to check my money and the girl told me that you were in an ATM in Vegas, I actually thought about it for a minute and thought, no, I'm <laughs> in Miami. Meaning wow. I was having such a good time. She got me to think that I could have been in Vegas. How many pot brownies were you on? Yeah, my house sounds great. And uh, they realized it wasn't me, but no phone call back. They put the money right in my account. It was well, five, is that easy? $500 each day. So they took it out for three days. And they put it right in. Never call me back to even, like, ask anything. Like, it's so routine it for them. It's so yeah. normal. Yeah, it's so routine for them. I've had my credit card crazy. twice no, scammed. No, nothing. Just, really? okay, boom, yeah. it'll be in there in five days. I try to use it as little as possible. They don't even know how they get it, though, if they use it. or they, A lot of times they just steal it off a website. Well, they even say when you put it into the gas machine that... They have that case that goes over it, so you've got to make sure... And uh, never use your PIN number. Try to yeah. always use credit. Oh, really? My yeah. debit? You mean at gas stations? Anyway, yeah. If you cannot use your PIN number and just do everything credit, because it still comes out. And actually, you got maybe another day or two before they take it out when you use credit. But never use your PIN number, because that's when you got some, Because when you go to the gas station, you put it in. If that case is there, so now they got that. But you're actually putting your PIN number in their case. So now they got... The card. Yeah, they'll just make a card. And they have your PIN number. This is great news. This is crazy shit, Matt. I watched that video, though, and he, uh, and, uh, he was talking about how back, you know, like a few years ago, all that scam stuff was like email mm -hmm. related. And now it's like just when you click on something from Google, it gets into your world that way. You know what I mean? It's like straight on the web now instead of just like some kind of tricking you to click on something through an email, you know? It's creepy what happens now on the internet. Yeah, it's, uh, the, I think it's our... <laughs> freaking internet. The internet, that's the problem. We should just quit that, huh? Yeah. yeah. We shouldn't even do podcasts anymore because yeah. they can... They actually got your credit card numbers off this. Yeah. I announced them at the end of the show. That's how I get listeners. No, but like creditors now go into your Facebook... And we'll just find one of your friends and start calling them. It happened to my sister. About calling them about what? what? It happened to two people I know. What do they call them and say? They just call them up? They say, like, do you know Allison Capello? Oops, I just gave my sister's name. <laughs> do you know <laughs> Allison Capello? Like, they're, they're creditors. They're like, we're trying to get money. But the thing oh, is, the they start creditors. hounding oh, the friend. I got, I got it. I so got it's it. like, it's more just embarrassing. But then your friend will be like, you know, creditors are calling me, asking for you. It's like if they call your work. It's like. That's. They're not really creepy. harming you, but it's still embarrassing. It'll suck if she writes it on your Facebook, like you write it on the face. Hey, you had, don't give my name out. The credit is now calling me. But now it was so confusing knows. at first because you're like, why is she calling this oh, random so embarrassed. friend from so, Facebook? So if you owe them money, they embarrass you by telling your friends yeah. that, that. There was a special that on the news once a few months ago. That's how we realized. Bunch of, right? Because they start disrupting your life and causing you so much anxiety that finally you're like, i got to pay these people off somehow because... Yeah. Then the creditors, that's another fear in case the creditors come and knock on your door. I have, do you think China? <laughs> do you I think have no debt. <laughs> I have no debt at all. Like, like when, I, when I get a, a, a credit card bill, I, I pay it. I just pay it right away. You're really good. And when I pay it, I, I go, take Fuck. that. Fudge you. I do say, you guys F think you. Um, pretty soon that China is just going to start randomly calling us and being like, <laughs> America, you know America, right? You owe us money. You Hounding owe us, us on Facebook. <laughs> You owe us six trillion. 
breaking into our Twitter Six accounts. Six trillion. Is that what it is? I have no idea. I just made that number up. Yeah. They probably sure. did, too. <laughs> How much does Canada owe? We're going down. Does Canada owe us any money? I doubt anybody owes you guys money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all on the uh, on the borrowing train. Yeah. Fighting to... Well, I'm just trying to think. You have a Law and Order poster up in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yet again, yet again, we're on a podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> All right. He thinks people can see when he's talking. I just described it. What I saw. So is is actually some people you know in Canada listen to this now? Oh, uh, when we post it up, yeah. Oh, when you post. <laughs> Do you want to say hi, Marco? <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> Hello, Canada. What's up? They listen from all around the world. Up, all, uh, all couple dozen of them. <laughs> oh, Canada. Get this, a uh, Swedish fella tries to build a nuclear reactor in his kitchen. <laughs> nice. Isn't that interesting? A man in Angleholm in the south of Sweden has been arrested after apparently trying to create a nuclear reactor in his kitchen. The 31-year-old tells the paper that he was able to buy radioactive waste from foreign companies and picked apart the components in a smoke detector. Apparently older smoke detectors contain nuclear material. He believes he spent between five dollars and $6,000 on the project in total. Wait, he bought what from foreign countries? He bought nuclear uh, waste. Oh, okay. From Mexico, maybe. Probably. Do you think they have? I don't. I have no idea. I'm sure you can just get a hold of that stuff. Well, apparently, kitchen. you can. <laughs> a 31 year old in his. But he got caught because he posted on like his Facebook and on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, he he wrote a blog. <laughs> and then and then and then when and then he had an accident, right? Did something blow up? He and he titled he titled that blog "Meltdown." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little exclamation point. That's something you don't want to play with. But I love his idea. He goes, "I was just it was, I was just curious to see if it was possible. It's just a hobby. <laughs> it's just a hobby <laughs> that I've been working on for the last. That's like one years. of the ways you answer something. You know, and people just know that you've done it. Like that's in court, and they're like. How do you plead innocent or guilty? And they're like, 100% not guilty. And you're like, really? That 100% just kind of, I was just experimenting. Like it's that's like when people overdose on sleeping pills and they're like, I just needed to take a small nap. <laughs> I really have, wasn't trying to do anything. Did he have like a friend that would just like stop by the house to say hello? No. I mean, how does These he get people a- have no friends. No. How does no. he get away? <laughs> yeah, how does he get away with just, I don't know. If you're building nuclear shit in your does kitchen, you have, a house you have or no friends. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure. I know there was another guy who was building it who had um, got a little radiation poisoning. Yeah. He had like sores all over his face. Because your neighbors are going to get sick if you start building a reactor. Yeah, like it in says your... it somewhere in there. It must have been a house. They didn't find any uh, deserted. He was probably in a barn. Well, his parents did come home every night. <laughs> Look, as long as nobody gets hurt, I, I Is this say. Is the 11-year-old uh, from London? Let him make his bombs and his little... Yeah. Uh, does he oh, have the suit? Now, hurt. does he have the suit? Does he have the right, like, clothing That would for either it? be the first thing he bought, or he wouldn't buy it all. That's the type of person I picture him as. Like, the first thing he does is buy the nuclear suit, and he's like, well, now... What's that called? The, has, the hazmat? The, the, uh, the hazmat suit. I, I, I just had remember. yellow dish gloves. <laughs> what, what are those suits called? The, ha- the you know, it is hazmat. Has, I don't, hazmat. I don't those those uh, yellow, those bright hazmat. yellow... Like in, I call them silkwoods. Like those silkwoods. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things. After the explosion, he cleaned up the mess on the cooker, and then he went out and just bought some more radium. Is that right? Well, that was the problem. He didn't have enough radium. Yeah. Idiot. (laughs) It's like he... I like like that he cleaned up. Yeah, and just didn't leave it all laying around. And then just decided to go get more. It's like baking. If it doesn't doesn't taste right, you add more radium. (laughs) He was trying to make pot brownies. <laughs> oh, uh, this is from Fox News. I always like to put that because they're not a real news source. But uh, oh. pregnant woman says TSA confiscated her insulin. Yep. A pregnant woman says Transportation Security Administration agents refused to allow her past a security checkpoint because she was carrying insulin for her diabetes and ice packs while boarding a plane in Denver. That's really bad. Diabetic and pregnant. What's the what's the uh What's the more? What's the morality on no, that? No, actually, a lot of women become diabetic while they're pregnant, and then is that goes, right? Yeah, and then it goes away, like after the pregnancy. Hopefully, what goes away? The diabetes goes away. Like because their hormone levels get all crazy when you get pregnant, and then yeah. you, you can change all different. Oh, I didn't know that. Chemicals in your body. I thought you got diabetes from eating McDonald's all day. <laughs> 
Maybe, you know. It didn't say obese pregnant woman, okay? It just said pregnant woman. Can you be obese and pregnant? I guess, yeah. Sure. Yeah, haven't you ever seen? Haven't you ever seen? I didn't know I was pregnant. (laughs) I thought I was just fat. Most people are obese. That would be the best excuse ever. They're like, you're obese. Actually, I'm pregnant. Well, no, you're obese and pregnant. It's like, no, I'm pregnant. This is all just baby. All of this lard around me. (laughs) It's all in how you look at it. Come on. (laughs) I don't want the baby to ever starve. I got something in here. I remember when they made that girl drink her own breast milk. Say that again? They're pretty fucking insane. Remember when they first, when all that, st- when the liquid explosives, people were scared of that, and they were like, no liquids on the plane, and then like, well, what about breast milk? And then they're like, well, they have to taste it. So they made, they're making women like taste their breast milk before they got on the plane. And literally, like, it, it happened every time, like, seven or eight people in the room would just start masturbating. It was some weird... Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was just some breast weird fetish. Ah, oh, I know about breast milk. San Luis Obispo. Did you try some breast milk? No, me and Adam got hit with some breast... Uh... Are you what? serious? Oh, you know the story. Oh, by the way, all the... All the um... All the the members on the uh, podcast you today... The story would happen. Are, we're at the Slow Comedy Festival. The girls' room and... Sorry. Yeah, they're all Wait, su- they were all at the uh, San Luis Obispo County Festival. Apparently, there was a, a breast milk squirting in one of their. Yeah, me and Adam. Real to, real breast milk. We went to a room. Well, we like all, these, we met these girls that were fun, and we were all they wait. What are you doing here? We say we're like comics, and they say, hey, come up to him, make us laugh. So we went up, we're having drinks, and one of the girls goes, "Do it, do it, do the trick." And the girl Shut was like, up. "I'm not making this up. This is what." And and we were like, "What, what trick?" And she goes, "No, I'm not doing it." And her friend was like, "No, no do the trick." And it was, um, she squeezed her nipple and breast milk went all over the place. I would immediately ask her to leave. Had she had a baby or did she just have? I have no idea. (laughs) You know what? I would still ask her to leave. Wait, but did she have a baby? (laughs) Me me and Adam and uh, I forgot who else. Oh, that was so funny. We never heard this. We were just ducking. We were ducking and it was, and me and we just like, ah, and ran. Wait. Yeah, 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 exactly. Did she have a baby? Or did she just have breast milk? That's quite the I, way I to end even, a party. I didn't huh? even ask. I, we, we, there was just six of them, and we went back, and we were telling jokes and drinking, and the girl said, do the trick, and she did the trick and shot Never breast milk. This. Can you imagine that's how she just, <laughs> yeah. like, whenever but, a party's gone wrong, she's like, I know how to end this, and just shoots the lights like, out with breast milk? I like how it's called a trick. Do the trick where you get all your guests to run out of the room. <laughs> so gross. It went, like, three different ways, and I just remember oh. seeing did Adam, Adam drink oh. any of like, it? slow motion, just going, oh. And he just, it was Adam it was, seems like the type that looking? would drink we some. We laughed. They were not good looking. They were, we, the you plan, don't say. It was just fun. It was just fun. Wow. <laughs> Look, it's just a hobby. All right. <laughs> I would take those girls around with me and try to get them to shoot. Did you guys set up we some cans? We just want to get laid, all right? Do you have to make you, me you say should, it? You should have set up some cans and got them to shoot, like a pellet gun, like or a BB gun, <laughs> trying to knock them Why down. Why didn't you bring her to a show? <laughs> they came to the show. They came to the show at the art gallery. Did they? Oh, they saw me then. Yeah, oh, that's good. They came to the show. They're at actually the listening gallery. right now. Okay. They Can you email to... Matt Champagne One at Gmail? Yeah, but please don't come over. <laughs> they came to the show at the art gallery and tried to heckle us. Matt, what kind of girls do you like? Non-existent. Because like, so far, uh, all the times that have, girls have come up, you seem terrified. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know how we go. Oh, it's the Linda Evangelista story. Like, that story is horrifying to me. Are you one of those guys who likes... Everybody won in that story. Not the... Are you, do you what? like, like, small women who only speak a little a bit time. of English? Like a little small Asian girl who doesn't speak a lot of no, English? No, no. I like a girl who's, uh, like, an Asian girl who can speak English but pretends she can't. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> Who goes around and just like acts like, oh, she doesn't speak English. And then everybody tells her secrets because they just talk around her. And then she tells yeah, me the secrets. Nice. And then I steal your credit card. You got this all figured she out. She does my nails. <laughs> <laughs> I like sarcastic pretty girls who know the difference between like wry sort of humor and pointless negativity. I don't like the pointless Is wry the same as dry? I hate negativity. Right. Which is sort of so the pot calling the kettle black because I'm a I'm a sort of a sarcastic, cynical guy myself. But I think there's a difference between. Well, sometimes you want someone that's opposite. Pointless. I don't know how much constant fear you're totally in. 
Sure, of course. I'm a tense. But you're not a negative person. <laughs> yeah, you would never see like Matt Champagne and think like you talk. You, we've never really gotten depth. Like I've talked to you a bunch of times. It never. I'm like, I didn't well, realize. I'm we're sorry. Just you know what? This is this is like the first podcast I've done where, where you have like you're going to topic to topic. Most podcasts is like that I do is just you just kind of talk you gab. You know what I mean? And not not that we're not gabbing, but it's like you know. So are you also afraid of this fast podcast? Yes. <laughs> I'm not afraid of anything. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of anything except the things I've talked about that I'm afraid of. I wish one day we could be walking down the street together and run right into Linda Evangelista. This neighborhood is a little, it scares me a little bit. Ah! Well, this, this neighborhood can be scary. What, well, you are wearing blue, and this is. Don't uh, say that, Matt. You could live here. You know what? You if, if, they, if my career is going this, the way it's been going, I might be. Uh, can I move it? Do you need a roommate? I, I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at your bills. That's doable for me. I can. Uh, that's doable. I can swing that. I can swing that. <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, we can think about our lives for a second. Unions walk out of Verizon. Good for them. A strike Sunday by some 45,000 workers at Verizon Communications, Inc. marked a surprise move from diminished unions in a shrinking industry. This may be the last big strike we see in the landline business, said Paul Zakunda, a law professor who advised Verizon during its previous strike in 2000. It's a contracting business, and the membership has to realize that they're fighting for the life of the union. Verizon's union membership has dropped nearly in half since the 2000 walkout. Marco, do you have a landline? Yeah. No. Jen, do you have a landline? No. Nope. No, no, never. I haven't had a landline in 15 years. I have a landline. Yeah. Why do you have a landline? Sometimes my cell phone is not great inside my home. Oh, is that right? And I just like to have a landline because... Isn't that where you prank call telemarketers from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I, I have a landline. Have no, I, I, I have. I have a landline because I have DSL. Oh, okay. So if you have DSL, you gotta have you gotta have landline. Well, maybe right? that's why I have to have a landline. I didn't realize, but I would have kept it anyway, no matter what it is. I just want a landline. It's just so I have a phone. I have a landline phone that I have unplugged because whenever it rings, it's a telemarketer, right? Yeah. I had it unplugged for a year. For some reason, my cell phone was broken or not working or whatever, and I had to make a call. So I plugged in my landline for the first time in a year, right? Called somebody, hung up, and forgot to unplug it again, right? 20 minutes go by, the phone rings. That's the landline phone rings for the first time in a year, right? I completely forget why I've had it unplugged. I completely forgot the main reason was because the only time it rings is a telemarketer. Completely forget, pick it up, hello, and it's a telemarketer. The first one. I thought it was going to be a crazy ex No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. You know, uh, and uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I was just, I was just like, you know, telemarketer there. Hey, let me tell you about this, 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 this. It's been a year since you've spoken to me. Not anything like, how have you been? Are you okay? <laughs> Nothing like that. That's what I get out of my landline. And anyway, yeah, this will probably be the last big strike from these people because this is a dying. You can send those calls to my house. I tape the telemarketers. Oh, do you? I have a CD on iTunes called Telemarco, so I tape, <laughs> I tape them and have fun with them. So you can send. I love calls. when I get a telemarketer. I always screw with them. It's a great joy, and that person behind the phone is dead inside. It's a great joy. Uh, what a horrible job that would be. Oh yeah, well everybody needs money in this economy. No, I know people have to do it for money. I just don't think it'd be fun. It'd be horrible. This is like one of the last. Like that's the thing is, is they were ridiculing these people for going on strike, and like that's the whole union's purpose is like if you're not giving the people what they want. They're not going to work, but that's a that's a sketchy industry to be striking in. I, I would agree. The landline business. Oh yeah, yeah. They must be tied in because forty five thousand workers. Do you think that might be tied in somehow with their cell phone market? It must be. No, because that's a lot of people who are dealing with landlines. But there's some people who have like once that baby boom generation dies off, there's no more landlines. I'm just picturing forty five thousand people in a huge warehouse just walking out. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. We've had enough. When I hear a story like that, I'm thinking, God, that's a lot of people. But they're imagine screaming the money for the exits. The money they're going to save on lunches. They must be like in cages. <laughs> they just sleep in every Sports day. to make calls every day. Those poor people. I'm a union person, so. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a un I'm in three unions. They're necessary, man. The unions built the middle class. And you know what? If, in a perfect world... Um, you wouldn't need one, but it's a capitalist environment, and the employer is going to try and make all the money they can off you, and you need uh, you do need unions. I could see small companies don't need If you're a small company and you know everybody by name, there's no need to have a union, right, as long as the, the management's good. But I'm sure the 
the union has saved your butt before, Marco, mm-hmm. with the spider bite thing? Yeah, or was the spider in the union also? The spider had their own union. So you got in trouble for <laughs> your... Yeah. The spider it's union. Even more ironic, this is even, I just thought about this, the stage next to us, they've done all three or four, how many, of the Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man movies. Get out. Wow. Yeah. I'm on stage 28, and they've done... Stage 30 has done all the Spider-Man. At Sony? Yeah. What yeah. if you turn into Spider-Man now after getting bit? Have you ever thought about this? No, this is just a movie I've been playing with. A radioactive man bites a spider. <laughs> yeah. The guy in Sweden? Was it Sweden? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy. He bites a spider. That guy gets all freaked out on his own, his own radium. And the spider gets, starts saving radium crazy. <laughs> spider starts saving people? Yeah. He smokes weed. Yeah. And then goes to Mexico. Yeah. To where he goes away. swimming. He goes swimming with some whales. Evangelista. And then he swims all the way to Dana Point and has sex with a blue whale. And then has a kid with her. And then he can't afford to pay her child support. And then they, she knocks on his door at 3 a.m. <laughs> and then he sees a blue whale. Can you imagine a blue whale in the parking lot of Matt's building? Like, <laughs> Mur! Get here. Mur! There's no water around here. Do you have any, <laughs> do you have any krill? <laughs> A small shrimp yeah, instead of instead of a cup of sugar. It's like, and hey, then this man uh, dies in an accident on the 101. Hi, I'm, I'm new in the neighborhood. I'm sorry to bother you. Do you can I can I borrow a cup of krill? <laughs> I noticed your I noticed your paddle paddle boarding the other day. You're a great paddle boarder. But were you looking at my rump? <laughs> my back. Look, look, you got to be careful. I'm really big. I'll kill you accidentally. <laughs> so get this. Here's one of those uh, uh, duh tests. Um, weight loss helps libido. Sexual function improves significantly and quickly in obese men with type 2 diabetes after weight loose, weight loose, weight, weight loose. loss <laughs> with reduced calorie diets. Results of a small Australian cl- clinical study showed erectile function, sexual desire, and urinary symptoms all improved significantly in 31 men who lost 5 to 10% of their body weight in eight weeks. Okay, okay can you repeat that? The part about gaining. The erectile function? Yeah. And then they got that back, you said? Yeah, I'm improved significantly. Yeah, when you're not obese, you can get a heart on. I, I, I knew it. Well, okay, no, they've seen but, their wiener for the first time. <laughs> what, what, what if you're already not obese and you still have boner problems? If I lose more Jeez. weight, will that... Uh, Maybe you're not getting erections because you're afraid of them. Maybe you're manorexic <laughs> and you're not getting erections. You have, uh, you have boner problems? Not all the time. It happens. Well, it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> It's not an all-the-time problem. Only when you have sex. Yeah, only, <laughs> only when there's a woman in the room. <laughs> when I'm alone masturbating, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is. Jen, for you... I don't have it, any bone if, no, if you're on a date, and um, it's the first date, obviously, and you decide to go back home, yeah, because you don't want to waste any time, and they... Um, She's going to do the they trick. They have an erectile dysfunction. Do you, ever, do you go on a second date? What if they apologize after and say, this has never happened to them before? If I li- that makes it worse. If I liked them, I would go on a second date. But if it happened again, oh, that would be tricky. Oh, so you give them one, uh, one chance. I'd give, no, I'm saying if I, I would go on a second date and if I liked them. What if, they, what if you said, what if you gave them... So you're gave assuming them- that she is going to do something with them on the first date? Yeah. How would you know? That- we're assuming. Yeah, we're just for argument's sake. They yeah. know me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not a slut. What if what, um, what if you gave them some shit about it, and they said, "It's just <laughs> you're just not pretty." <laughs> yeah, then she would definitely go out with him again. Come on, what kind of question is that? I, I had a guy once who I gave him a couple different chances, and he still kept having problems. Um, What's his name? Okay, this is the trick. If you're gonna have a lot of problems, you better be really, really good at oral to make up for it. Oh, wow. Well, okay, now problems. But, Let's talk about what the problems are. So this are. guy like, had problems staying hard, and then he told me, oh, it's because I'm on antidepressants. And I'm like, but isn't not getting a boner making you more depressed? Run. Like, wouldn't you go off the antidepressants? <laughs> so he, he, never, he never got hard, hard, or he would get, he never got hard at all. No, he did, but it would be very brief, and he would lose it. I yeah. don't know what causes that with guys. Yeah. He was young. They think. Oh, too this much. is a common problem. They think too much. No, yeah. that's. Oh. <laughs> no, that's that, the only that's, guy. That'll mess you up right no, now. that's. That's the only guy of all like the boyfriend people I've been with. It's not very common. I don't think erectile dysfunction is very common, right? Well, what do they kill like 
a thousand tigers a year for boner medication <laughs> in Asia, don't they? I'm sure. Well, I'm talking about people. in people are in younger people. I'm sure it's a problem when you get in your 40s and 50s or something. I don't know. When how long's it, it, how long's it been a problem for you? Yeah, Matt. Matt what happened? It happens every now and then. Yeah, but, is but, it, but no, but like it's it's like but it's a head thing though. That's so what I'm saying. Is it physical or mental? No, it's a, like like uh, I was I was going out with this girl for a while, and the first few times it, this would happen, where I'm like I'm fine at first, and then when it becomes time to so it's like to stage really fright. to really yeah yeah it's like a pressure thing because you want to do so well, and, and then, then you know what happened? Yeah, what then you, you know what happened? Like we finally we finally talked about it. Like, it would happen, and we would just go, okay, well, that didn't work out. And then it, that happened maybe three or four more times. And we what had known an it, but, we had, but we had known each other for a while, though. Yeah. We were friends already before that. And then we finally talked about it. It was like, it's like what? What is it? And I don't even remember what we talked about, but within five minutes of discussing it, we were doing it. So it that's was a, it's cool. an emotional thing. It's like it's like a it's for me it's a Well that's much better than yeah. to know that it's mental. Yeah. Do you think yeah, I think I think the reason it got better was cuz we got to know each other and like see here's what I'm trying to say. She I shot can't, some breast milk on I you, can't you? have good <laughs> sex with a woman that I don't really like. I've got this joke if I could bring my act into it for just a split second. <laughs> Call it erectile dysfunction if you want, but I prefer to think of it as my penis being a better judge of character than I. That's awesome. Okay? That's that's what I say. And I think that must be what it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Here, back to fears. Having sex with a stranger, that's scary to me. That's a scary yeah. notion to me. Like, I'm not turned on by that or excited by it. So, back that makes to, sense. There's yeah. no strangers, just people that you haven't had a non-erection in front of you. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a perfectly acceptable attitude. I don't, I don't diss that. That's, that that's, a, that's, a, that's a fine attitude. That's a perfect date rape frat boy attitude to have, and I, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, we'll give Matt uh, Champagne the last word in the, oh, this really? week's roundtable. We'll uh, go around here and just uh, see what everybody's up to. Um, is there anything you want to plug, Marco? Uh, no. There's nothing going on. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely What's not. your... What? I just... I just no, no. There's no, nothing. I'm, I'm working on a show called Rules of Engagement. All right. And uh, I have a small part on the show. I have a reoccurring small part. I played a pizza delivery guy, but I also work on the show doing all this stuff on the show. I like delivering pizza. Okay. <laughs> no, no. We should have some pizza. And uh, I got a PSA com uh, spot coming out. It's going to be shown in all the theaters in California before the movie comes out. And nice. it's about keeping the work in California. Oh, nice. Um, and then what's your tele Telemarco? Carrera. And then I got a CD on iTunes called Telemarco. And it's I tape the telemarketers that call my house, and I literally just make stuff up. And to see how long they're gonna stay stay on the phone. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So it's Marco Asante at iTunes. Rules of engagement. Rules of engagement. Is that with David, David Spade? Spade? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, Miss Murphy, Jennifer Murphy, what's going on with you? Um, I'm performing a lot. I have a movie coming out called Dumbbells. Oh, nice. That's early 2012. We just finished it. Who's Be in that? Before the Mayan calendar end, or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, it'll be before December 2012, so you'll be able to see it. Probably maybe one of the last movies you see before you before it's all over. Oh, nice. So make wow. sure and go out and laugh before you die. Matt Champagne, what's going on with you? I'll be at the Ice House next week uh, on the main stage. <laughs> Any crazy of, uh, women out there? Doing some kind of <laughs> some comedy thing. <laughs> I don't know. You'll be in terror. Trying to still make my mark in the alternative comedy land. It's it's tough. Silver Lake is a tough grind. Uh, you got to be really smart out there. You got to be really ironic. You got to keep the, the the ironic racism and the Back to the Future references kicking. And I'm trying to do that. Trying to trying to stay up to speed with those uh, those comedy nerds over there. But uh, it's, it's hard. But uh, keeping I think it real. Do it. Keeping it real as always, Matt Champagne. Um, thank you guys very much for tuning in to Driving Monkey. I'm your host James Uloth. Check us out online, DrivingMonkey.com. Thank you.